0: Hey there neighbor, welcome to Good Life News, where we talk about ideas, living the abundant Christian life, and God's wonderful love. I'm your host, Pastor Lauren Fenton, an old farm kid, Bible student, preacher of grace, husband of one, father of two, papa for five, and really just another pilgrim headed for home. Let's walk together for a few minutes. Well, greetings once again, friends. This is episode 37 of the podcast. The focus of this month's episode is the spiritual fruit of peace. and May God bless you as we take a look at this important character quality. I pray that you may enjoy the peace that passes understanding in your life today. I'm going to begin today's episode by sharing a short meditation my daughter Kimberly Holbeck posted recently on social media. I asked her permission to share it and she gladly said yes. I've edited it slightly for presentation and I'm glad to share it with you today. I think you'll enjoy this. Here she is.
1: Recently, I've been thinking a lot about peace and the world, everyone has. It's easy to get caught up in the anxiety of it all. We feel like our feet are slipping on rolling sand. We're thrashing around, trying to find direction and looking desperately for something, anything to grab onto. It's so easy to lose our footing. Just when we feel like we are balancing things again, another wave of personal challenge or world crisis knocks us off our feet. But there is peace in the midst of it all. Keeping your peace does not mean you don't care. It doesn't mean you don't see. It means we keep calm and centered despite it all. We hold to faith and beauty. We steady ourselves with routine and connection if we get just so distracted and paralyzed with the anxiety about the things we cannot control, we will miss the people within our reach that we can affect. A kind word or helpful hand goes a long ways in bringing peace. To help ourselves, we need to reach out. Not with hands that take, but with hands that give and arms that hold. I challenge you to see the needs of the people close to you. Be genuine and kind with those you love and even those you don't. The human phenomenon is that when we help others, it lifts our spirits too. Wishing you peace, love, and beauty today.
0: Thank you, Kimberly, for those beautiful, encouraging thoughts. I really appreciate your willingness to share with our Good Life News podcast and blog friends. The Bible has a lot to say about peace. In fact, Strong's Expanded Exhaustive Concordance, published in 2010, lists 430 separate texts speaking of peace. One of the many names of God in the Old Testament is Yahweh Shalom, God is my peace, that's found in Judges 6, verse 24. This is found in the story of Gideon's call to raise up an army to defeat the occupying army of the Midianites. He was terrified when he realized the identity of the divine personage who appeared to him. The New Living Translation says, When Gideon realized that it was the angel of the Lord, he cried out, O sovereign Lord, I am doomed! I have seen the angel of the Lord face to face. That's Judges 6, verse 22. The angel assured him that he would not die, so... Gideon built an altar and gave it the name Yahweh Shalom, God is peace. Turning back even further in the Old Testament, we read in Numbers, Then the Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron and his sons to bless the people of Israel with this special blessing. May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show his favor and give you his peace. Whenever Aaron and his sons bless the people of Israel in my name, I myself will bless them. End quote. Numbers 6, verses 22 to 27 in the NLT. If we fast forward to the New Testament, we read the words of Jesus as he gave some final assurances to his disciples just before his crucifixion and death. He told them, I am leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart, and the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. John fourteen twenty seven. And one more text from the New Testament. The Apostle Paul, writing to the believers in Philippi, said, Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything but... In everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Philippians 4 4 7. The Bible has many more texts about peace, of course. As I said earlier, there are well over 400 different occasions where peace is mentioned. If we carefully consider the Bible's message about peace, as exemplified by the four texts I just shared with you, we can see an important truth. Although there are different aspects of peace, such as personal spiritual peace within, or peaceful relationships with other people, and being at peace with God, all genuine peace begins with God himself. The writer of Hebrews speaks of him as the God of all peace hebrews thirteen twenty nine with that in mind let's consider our personal spiritual peace for a moment in this world we all experience times of disruption some of these incidents are so trivial they shouldn't bother us at all but often they cause distractions that get in the way of other more important things. I'm thinking of things like a tiny, nearly invisible sliver that bothers you so much you can't get anything else done until you get it out. It's hard to have any peace at all until that irritation is removed. On the other end of the scale, I'm sure most of us have experienced major disruptive events that knocked us for an emotional loop and sent us spinning for a long time afterwards. Sometimes we never completely recover from experiences like this. They change our lives forever. So, when things like this happen, how do we settle our hearts so that life can continue and we can be at peace? Here's a little story from my life many years ago. My family and I were living in Taichung, Taiwan. I was asked to lead some congregational singing at the start of several religious meetings. Another missionary, Mrs. Smith, played the piano for the singing time. Mrs. Smith asked me to hand her a list of songs ahead of time each evening so she would have time to practice. That was a perfectly reasonable request. Except it was not unusual that I would hand her the list just minutes before going to the podium to welcome the people and that meant Mrs. Smith had no time to review the music before the meeting began. She was not happy about that, and rightly so. On one particular evening, the hall was filling with people, and Mrs. Smith was already at the piano providing some music as they found their seats. I had not yet provided her with my list. I hurried down the aisle and handed it to her when she finished the piece she was playing. Frankly, I don't remember the exact words of the ensuing exchange, but suffice it to say, she let me know in no uncertain terms how frustrated she was with me. I voiced some sort of defensive response, but she was quite angry. The time for the meeting to begin was only minutes away, and I felt terrible for causing her to be so distressed. Neither she nor I were at peace in that moment. But I had to go on the platform immediately. I turned and walked to the door into the backstage area. But I was still emotionally upset by all that had just happened. I knew I couldn't go in front of that audience and do my job without God's peace in my heart. Well, beside the steps leading up to the stage, I noticed a small closet. Quickly, I ducked inside that closet and closed the door. And there in the dark, I prayed a quick prayer. Lord, I said, I cannot go out there feeling like I do right now. Please remove this angry spirit from me and give me your spirit. And I'm not exaggerating at all when I tell you that I felt God's peace enter my heart at that moment. He took away my bad emotions and replaced them with himself. It was a moment of divine joy I have never forgotten not only that, afterwards I apologized to Mrs. Smith for causing her distressed. She was gracious, as always, and we continued working together until the series of meetings ended. Now let me extend the point of that little story to our relationships with other people. Living at peace with our neighbors, friends, family members, church family, or anyone else begins with opening our heart for the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit takes up residence in our heart, He begins producing the fruit of the Spirit in all of our relationships. Paul lists those nine fruits of the Spirit, focus of our study here in Good Life News podcast and blog, for the first nine episodes of 2022. I mentioned them above, but I'm going to share them again right now. Here they are. These fruits are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. The third fruit, peace, is our focus today, of course. Our experience of personal inner peace and peace with other people both come as the result of finding peace with God. Searching for peace with God is a universal quest for every person. Someone voiced the idea that Inside every individual is a God-shaped space that can only be filled by Him. Money, lifestyle, advanced education, prestige, status, human relationships, or anything else other than God Himself cannot fill this void adequately. St. Augustine wrote, Our hearts are restless until they find rest in God. The good news about this, however, is that God is ready and willing to move into and occupy that empty space inside of us and fill it completely with his presence there's no greater joy than allowing the great creator of the entire universe to take up residence in our heart jesus says look i stand at the door and knock if you hear my voice and open the door i will come in and we will share a meal together as friends revelation 3:20 and again from the NLT. Just imagine, sitting down at a kitchen table, sharing a meal with the king of the entire universe, chatting about anything and everything just like two long-time friends might do. What incredible peace would fill that room. Nothing, absolutely nothing, could intrude to disturb this sacred moment. Oh friend, I want that experience. And it is the prayer of my heart that you also will hunger and thirst for Jesus and the things of God. I assure you, when He does enter your heart, He will bring the peace and joy that only He can provide. Well, thank you so much for listening today, and I pray that you have been blessed. I hope you can join me for next month's episode, and I'll be sharing some thoughts on the spiritual gift of patience. Watch for it on April 28th. So mark your calendar, be sure to tune in, and invite someone else to listen with you. And as always, if you enjoy these podcasts and blog posts, please do share the links with your friends, your family, or whomever. And seriously, my many, many thanks in advance. So we've come to the end of this episode of the Good Life News Podcast. If you would like to comment or join a conversation about today's content, please visit our website, www.goodlifenews.life. I'd love to hear your thoughts and observations. On the website's blog page, you can also find a complete transcript of the most recent episode, which will always be posted at the top of the page. If you enjoyed this podcast, You can subscribe on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcast, and other podcast platforms. If you would like to help out in this ministry, it is incredibly helpful if you would leave a nice rating or review on your platform of choice. Well, thanks for listening, and be sure to tune in again next time as we continue our journey exploring more about God's love, His amazing grace, and the incredible good news of the everlasting gospel. Until then, walk in peace, live in hope, and hold your treasures with open hands.